0: Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news by people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find anchor persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No, but will you be informed? Also, no. Anchor persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. You know, what my
1: grandfather called the Byzantine Catholics, Atheists. commies.
2: <laughs> both, both.
1: You know, you know what he called the Lutherans? Atheists. <laughs> yeah. You know what he called the evangelicals? Satanists. Ah, uh, pagans, close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Real close. Yeah, it's pretty much a Roman Catholic or bust for him. <laughs> Fair enough. God rest his soul. <laughs> Welcome to Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and Rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweetman.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: And on an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. What's going on, guys? How you doing?
0: <laughs> you oh, son you know. bitch. <laughs> T- Tim,
2: when, when did, when did you get here, Tim?
3: I've been <laughs> here all along. You ignored me for three whole fucking episodes, and now we're just mm. going to act like I'm not here at all? Mm. The, did you not guess the stream password?
2: Yeah. Did you not get the letter?
3: Oh, I got the letter and I threw it in the trash. You can't Still kick the out the president. You.
1: Yeah. You can't. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you've been keeping up with world events, but there's been a whole lot of talk about getting rid of a president in particular. <laughs> so I, I don't know, man. It sounds like a precedent being set for you being
3: ousted from your post.
2: A president precedent.
3: Mm. I have no retort. That, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Retort.
1: <laughs> it's like when you have more than one
4: tort. <laughs> Got to do it again. That sounds good.
1: Yeah, when you have one tort and you're like, you know what? Let's have that tort again, and then you just do it. Yeah, or when you sue somebody twice for the same thing.
0: <laughs> yep, that's a retort. Uh, that's a retort.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I think that's called double jeopardy. I'm not sure. I'm not. Up, I'm not off my law.
2: Isn't double uh, jeopardy when like the points are doubled at the second half of the game?
1: No. Yeah, that's when uh, if you if you're a professional gambler, you just uh, make put a lot of distance between you and the people behind you. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's double jeopardy, which is the same thing as the delicious tort that Tim made to try and uh, avoid getting deposed from his office as president of the podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's that called was... bringing it full circle, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, not in a very clean way in any way, shape, <laughs> or form. But uh, but welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, the premise of our show, as always, is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, delicious glass of wine. So if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions.com. At gmail.com. Uh oh, Tim's here. What's going on, man? How you doing?
4: <laughs> Who?
2: Tom. Tim. Tom. It's Tom Hansen.
1: Who's that? Tom Hansen. Oh, hey guys. I think so he's the host of uh, NFL Red Zone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. That sounds sports related.
1: Tom Scott Hansen. Uh my 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 true my true father. Sorry to my father. Oh, but uh, <laughs> but Scott, mm, my man. Uh anyway. Let's uh let's discuss what we are drinking tonight. Uh Tom, Tim, whatever whoever you are, what, what are you drinking?
3: I am drinking Nineteen Crimes The Uprising. It is a red wine aged in aged 30 days in rum barrels in some sort of commemoration to the Australia's rum rebellion in eighteen oh eight. Uh says some shenanigans about jammy flavors, which I never understand. But uh mm. it's good. It's got a, a a rich, deep flavor to it. Uh, not like too earthy or any of that shenanigans from a, like you might get in like a Cabernet Sauvignon. So, uh, yeah, I dig it. I like it. Sean, what are you drinking tonight?
0: I'm drinking 19 Crimes Cali Rosé, the Ooh. Snoop Dogg's Rosé. Yeah, and it is. Uh, mediocre at best. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just a I, I wouldn't get it, but it's okay.
1: No, just okay.
0: It was just, it was the cheapest one that I could find.
1: <laughs> yeah, fun fun fact about 19 crimes it's actually an example of re, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I got it. What are you drinking?
2: I I see, I see what you did there. I didn't count them, but I see what you
1: did. See, I don't know because nobody laughed, so obviously nobody got uh, where I was going for. It It was a really hilarious (laughs) joke. So uh, I'm gonna sit here in my feelings for a minute while Rich talks about his wine.
2: I am drinking uh, Zach Alexander Brown Uncaged Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, I bought it because it's got an owl on it. It's not bad. It's not bad.
1: Excellent. (laughs) Real in depth review there. Nice. I appreciate it.
2: I've I've had my first sip was very visceral, like I don't like this, and then my second sip was like, oh, it's not actually that bad. What G
1: Funk rapper made your wine?
2: Uh I think it's like the Zach Brown band, because it's Zach Alexander Brown, so it's actually a country Mm. star. Maybe. Mm, I don't I don't actually know. Um We'll figure it out when I read more of it.
1: Uh, I am drinking uh Kendall Jackson Vintner's Reserve Zinfandel. It's a 2015. Let me tell you, man, can't go wrong with Kendall Jackson. I have never had a single bad Kendall Jackson wine before. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever had a Vintner's Reserve specifically, or I've never purchased it for myself. Uh, but we've had this sitting in our little wine cabinet for a while now, and boy, is it good. It is a nice, rich Zinfandel, man. If you like red wine, hmm that's water, but, uh, but <coughs> the Zinfandel is where it's at, man. And Kendall Jackson, again, very high floor with any Kendall Jackson wine. Uh, Kendall Jackson Chardonnay is the official wine
3: of uh, my mom's side of the family.
4: So. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you
3: were about to say of the Brose podcast. I was like, Josh is insulted. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I would never,
1: you. never unilaterally depose Josh the way we're planning on unilaterally deposing you, Tim. Uh, from your from your post, Josh's position is safe. Yours,
2: eh, not so much. Mm. Uh, I'm okay so with just that. FYI, it is Zach Brown from Zach Brown Band. I just looked it up.
1: Wow! So we've got two wow.
2: musicians on this week's uh, this week's session. Oh,
1: hey. All okay. right. <laughs> okay, I thought I thought Tim was going to add more to the Zach Brown part of this conversation. But instead, he added his thumb with a thumbs up.
2: There we go. There you go. Perfect. All All right, right, Tim.
1: Now you have have in front of you the first round of questions, correct?
3: I do indeed.
2: Great.
1: BroseQuestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. But what is first, Tim?
3: First question. What is one show you want everyone to watch? Hmm. The
1: news. No. Uh... (laughs) uh, What's one show that uh you wish every want everyone to watch? Yeah, Matt,
3: why is it Mr. Robot?
1: <laughs> Mr. Robot is inc- is is possibly the perfect television show. Uh but I need to craft my full argument mentally. <laughs> because it is so multifaceted. You know, I don't want to just focus on one part of it. Uh I guess just Rami Malek is the opening uh for that. Look, Rami Malek is great in everything he does. Uh Christian Slater, great in everything. Uh that that he does uh portia doubleday very good and uh overall just a perfect combination of science fiction science not quite science fantasy but science fiction uh thriller and psychological drama it's got all of them it's great and it's weird uh and it's it's topical because it tackles a lot of actual uh political and social discussions about uh depose, about deposing. We're doing a lot of deposing here on this show. So mm-hmm. deposing power, toppling power structures. Uh it has some interesting things to say, not just about the economy and, and uh revolutionary socialist politics, but also uh just the nature of like change in general and trying to keep people's attention. Uh, but it is all ultimately dovetails into a Psychological drama, which is great. Also, it's funny in spots, like surprisingly funny in spots, like out of nowhere uh, in a in sort of unnerving way, because it's been so like dark and harrowing and, and uh, an adrenaline rush for such a long period of time. And suddenly, like a line comes in with let, gets you a chuckle. And you're just like, oh, look, it's a uh, Rami Malik drinking a, a latte. Well, that's funny. <laughs> and, then he, and then he gets stuffed into the back of a car by uh by like some Chinese hackers or something like that. So it's a great show great show
2: nice Nice.
1: i mean my actual answer was going to be seinfeld tim but i mean everybody watches seinfeld already so what's the point (laughs) i mean why why even bring something like that up uh
2: i I see what you did there tim i see what you did there well tim
1: was trying to give me the middle finger uh by by scratching his eye which is not very funny and you know that if you watch if you watch funny programming like tv seinfeld in the 90s (laughs) i mean all right tim what would you have people watch what's something everybody should watch
3: Uh, I didn't have an answer ready for this. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of a show that I watched, and at the end, I was just like, But, but I want more. Can can I have some more? I've
2: got
0: so many of those shows,
1: Sean Rich. You guys have anything that you want to? Yeah, you think everybody
0: should watch? I think everyone should watch The Good Place because I think it is, Mm. it's, it has a, it's one of the few. Sitcoms with an incredibly strong first season. And then it's, it, it's wrapped up in a very pleasant way. And also, like, it's not too long. It's only four seasons, I think. Mm, well, it drops yeah. such a
1: huge, like, a huge curve on you at the end of the first season. That, like, completely... Like, it, it's such a huge... And then they just roll with it for, what was it, three more seasons after that? Yep. Yeah. Like, completely ripping the rug out from the premise of the show. Yeah. Got him.
2: And it's just, it is such a good, like, idea, the philosophical nature of things. It's just, like, I I love that show. I I think the writer has recently released a book pretty much talking about his struggles with, like, having come up with the good place and now being a good person based on the good place that he has come up with.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It also does have some good things to say about what makes a person good mm-hmm. and the, like, the impact that every single decision that you have, like, how, it, like, decisions aren't unto themselves. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting and good mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I just can't watch Cheaty for that long. Oh, he's the best character. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I get it. He's far and
1: away the best character in the show.
3: I get it, but he just makes me so anxious and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. if I watch more than like five minutes and then I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I need to walk (laughs) away. You just got to get to the part where
1: he has to decide between two hats. It's the hardest thing I ever laughed at the show. It's like like he gets to like an eternal test. I'm not going to spoil too much, but. Long story short, he gets to like an eternal test that decides his fate, and it's just picked between two hats, and he can't do it.
4: Yeah, I've seen it's that. Like clip. one's
1: black and one's brown. It's like I mean, this is ridiculous. Obviously, and the timer's going. It's like forty-five minutes. Yeah,
2: I, I need to rewatch for that series. It was, it was so good. It's so worth the watch. Um, yeah,
3: I, I I do thoroughly enjoy uh, the 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 Jeremy Bear me description. I, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I watched <laughs> it, and I was like, this this is excellent. This is great. <laughs> See you next, Jeremy. Bear me. Uh, Rich, All what right. show would you want people to watch?
2: There are too many. Too many. Mm. Um, I'm struggling between two of them, but I'm gonna go with... Uh, the, the more tamer of them um, is uh, Kim's Convenience. It's just a nice, wholesome, family comedy sort of situational comedy, um, that has like a nice, there's no like real dedicated underlying story. It's just each episode is in and of itself. Uh, but they do like continue to move forward. It's a good show that talks about like the relationship between this, um, the two immigrant parents and their native born kids in Canada. Um, the, the relationship between the, the oldest son and the father who are very, uh, um who are uh uh what's the word they're they're he, he the the father disowned the son before the series even started because he got into trouble drugs and everything like that and the son becoming like a like realizing what he did wrong and becoming better a better person and learning from him from his mistakes and then it's just the only downfall is that it just kind of ends Mm-hmm. Um, w- with no real fulfilling ending. it's It didn't feel as if it was an actual C- series finale. It felt like it was a season finale. And the reason that happened is because the creator, the writer in his show, just didn't have it in him to, to write it anymore and didn't want to put it to the cast who did want to write and direct some episodes, didn't want to give it to the cast. So he was just like, or the, uh I think it was I think yeah I think he's just like I'm done and just ended it didn't want to give it give it up to anybody else. so that's like the only downfall but everything else from beginning to end it's such a good show. I end up watching it like as my bedtime show or something like that it's on it's part of the rotation now and it's maybe like once every two months it's on as I'm going to sleep.
1: I, think I watched like two episodes of it about a year ago and it was good and then just never got back to it for whatever mm-hmm. reason uh all
3: right Tim uh yeah I unfortunately still don't have a legitimately good answer.
2: I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper in your ear. you should say Cobra Kai because that's such a good show
3: except I've only watched a couple episodes <laughs> and I thought they were mediocre at best oh, uh man. yep nope I got I ha- I have my answer. I want everyone to watch Faria. The Darkest Light, it's on Netflix. It's a uh, warning. It's in Spanish. And honestly, mm. I want everyone to watch it because I need more people that I can look at and just go, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> <laughs> like you it's I think it's only 7, 8 episodes or something like that. Uh but you spend the first 3 thinking like Well, it it could it could be demons or like maybe maybe these people are just a little crazy or is it is it angels? No, it's got to be aliens. Martha's making faces at me. It's got to be aliens. No, no. I'm back to just the entire town is crazy. And then the last reciting like your last few nights, like in bed, like. You're the
1: meme of like the the wife turning over, like he's thinking about other women. And you're just like, Are they demons? Are they angels?
3: <laughs> like looking yeah, up it, at the ceiling. It is exactly that meme. And it's funny because I did get one of uh my coworkers to watch it. Um, who uh we first bonded over talking about just like weird ass shows and finding them interesting. And she just finished watching it the other day and she's like, Tim. Like, called me from across the floor. I'm like, what's going on? Thinking there's something wrong with the machine. And she's just like, Faria? I was like, oh, you finished it? She's like, yeah, what the fuck was that? I was like, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, I want that mind fuck. I, I wish that mind fuck upon everybody. <laughs> You're welcome. Noted. Uh, Tess, clip that off real quick.
1: Just, no, uh, don't a mind fuck on everybody. <laughs> I, I veto that clipping. It stays. <laughs> i don't know man i don't think you're not gonna have veto power much longer but i still
0: have it <laughs>
3: okay yeah uh what is our next question our next question is what is the cutoff time for different meals in your house for example if you wake up at noon and eat a bagel is it breakfast or lunch if you eat cereal at 3 p.m what meal is that how about snacks
1: Hmm. So my cutoff is less based on an actual time on the clock, and it is entirely relative to when I wake up and go to sleep.
4: <laughs>
1: like if I wake up one morning at like eleven thirty, and then thirty minutes later I have a bagel, it's breakfast, baby. <laughs> but if I woke, but if I woke up at nine a.m. Or, or eight a.m. and then had a bagel at twelve noon, that's lunch. I've been awake for four hours at that point. You know, come mm-hmm. on, it's, it's time to move, move, move
3: it, move on, moving on. We got stuff to do. I'm inclined to agree.
0: I think breakfast ends at 11 o'clock. And then you're in lunch territory. And then about four o'clock. You're in striking
1: distance of lunch.
0: Four o'clock, that's dinner time, baby.
1: <laughs> hey.
0: Well, I, four
3: o'clock's a little bit of a. It's, it's like early a dinner, but I think it's too
0: late for lunch.
3: <laughs> well, at, at that point, just I, like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah. I think yeah. I think over the course of the show, though, we have acknowledged that Sean, although also having a 50-year-old son, is, like, older than most of us in, in, in mind. So that, like, he goes to the early bird dinners and stuff.
0: Also in reality. Yeah, oh, wait, he, <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I'm not I, older than you, Rich.
2: Yeah, I, I was about to <laughs> say, aren't I the oldest here?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Not according to Sean's uh, diners club card.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> not according to my AARP membership.
1: <laughs> they had to, I had to pay for something yesterday, and they had. Uh, I, I, I had to pay for something, and they actually offer the Diners Club as an option. Like in the Year of Our Lord, two thousand twenty-two. <laughs> it's like Visa, Mastercard, gift card, Diners Club. Like guys, come on, <laughs> give up the times. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Sean's, uh, Sean's uh, old. What times? Uh, w- what are uh, meals? Everything. What are meals? Yeah. What- meals? See, the problem is, I'm also still like, even though it's been a long time since I've had to deal with this, I do still have a period in my life where I worked like a 12 to nine shift. And so my lunch break came at like four o'clock. And so even though I wasn't eating breakfast and lunch before I went to work, I'm not a crazy person. Uh, but I, but I ate lunch at four and then I ate dinner at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> it was a weird couple of years, man.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't have, like, a set time of, oh, like, oh, well, I'm eating breakfast or I'm eating lunch. It's, it's I eat when I eat. And, uh, honestly, lately it's just been breakfast and lunch and I haven't really been eating a lot of dinners lately. It's like, I'll snack. But but it's not a strict, oh, it's, be, I'm not eating dinner because it's after 9 o'clock. It's just, oh, I'm not hungry. Um, but, like, if, I, I feel like you kind of got to set those times because if you don't set the times, then when's brunch? Like, you need brunch, and six so... p.m. or later. What's that?
1: That's when I. That's when I eat brunch. Six p.m. or later. What? <laughs> <laughs> Get on my phone. We need to record. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's always a brosé brunch. It's always Kahlua and coffee, no matter what uh, hour <laughs> it is. As long as, lo- as, long as we're recording a show.
2: Matt, it's three in the morning. What's going on? The Kahlua and coffee, man. It's still got me going.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs> I can see the Aztecs.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. Is that where Clue is from? Clue is South America, but I don't know what part of South America. Uh, I'm sure you insulted someone. Don't worry about it. I mean, I insult people on a daily basis just by pretending that I'm funny. Uh, So at this point, I'm just adding in more targets. Uh, All right. So any other thoughts on the uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner cutoff times?
3: Nah, I'm going to eat when I eat. I don't really care what I call it. I'm just going to eat it. Yeah,
2: food yeah. is food is food.
3: You know, Tim,
1: you call whatever you want. Just don't call you late for dinner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Nobody no laugh. Time. Nobody laughed laugh at that. It's, it's not worth
3: it. Terrible Tens joke. cut out those laughs. Yeah, yeah not worth it. Uh, Tim, what's next? The worst. Uh, next question. How would life be different if your pets had thumbs? i be a nightmare.
1: Yeah. It's Every- actually like my, my eighth circle of hell scenario. <laughs> Ugh. The only reason I haven't gotten fired from my job yet is because I can shut the door and keep my cats from like bothering me and jumping on the keyboard
3: and everything when I'm on a call.
0: Mm-hmm. This is the only reason. I feel like that's, Gary
3: would just grab everything and eat it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is that I can stop Gary now because he has to gingerly grab the like bowls or whatever or plates with his, with his teeth so he doesn't break it. So he's, it's a very slow process. But if he had thumbs, man... That's out the window, and he's just grabbing <laughs> shit left and right, and I'm there's no stopping him at that point. Dude's a monster. It's
4: all mine!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chase,
2: he'd be able to get outside um, and, like, open the front door, and I'm just like, I, I would not be able to handle him if he can do that. So, uh, my life would be hell if he had thumbs. Plus, he'd uh, stop picking things up with his mouth and pick it up with his thumbs to put in his mouth. Um, and it just be, it would be the worst, just the absolute worst.
1: I realize the issue is that like, just cause you have thumbs. Cause like, cause if you if your animals have posable thumbs, they're still not walking around on two legs. Like they still have to add that skill. So you have to count on them. Like if you're opening doors, for example, you got to lean against the door and flop against it. Like there's still a whole suite of skills that they would have to develop in order to become actual terrors. But I feel like it
3: wouldn't be that long. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it would be like three months. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be that steep of a learning curve. I think you know, for there?
2: for uh, your guys, pets, for um, your cats, Matt and for your dogs, Sean, it, it would be a, li- a little bit more of a learning curve because they're tinier animals. Chase is ginormous. Um, mm-hmm. it, like, I swear he's probably part Great Dane somewhere in him because he is big. So he, he wouldn't really have to reach too far to be able to grab things. He already gets on the uh on the countertop without even trying.
3: But he's such a good boy.
2: He, is such he a can good boy. be. He can be. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. The good boy with opposable thumbs. Yeah. I mean, as for me, Martha already has thumbs. <laughs> wow. Wow. There we are.
2: Oh boy.
1: There
3: we are, right under the bus. Hey, she's <laughs> one with of our first. Like that,
1: they're gonna lose your votes, Tim.
4: <laughs> but yeah. she's
3: but she's such a cute little puppy she's Connelly's easily she's tank full of love full of energy easily distracted love scratches behind the ear she's a puppy that's
1: it no, there's absolutely no way I can argue with that logic <laughs> <Zero>. <laughs>
3: it's flawless
1: yeah I mean my wife is a cat I mean that's the way it the, absolutely yeah, yeah. she
2: mm-hmm. definitely is she definitely is uh,
1: yeah crawl yeah. up in a blanket meowing at me for communication yep
3: <laughs> uh, Tim what is next next question is how do you set boundaries at work what boundaries have you set I have to remind people that I'm not an engineer <laughs> hey what about this uh, did you talk to the engineering department well it's in your department I was like yeah but I'm not responsible for spec- setting specifications that's not my job.
0: <laughs>
3: and if I sign off on this as not my job, then I will be fired if there is a problem.
0: Yeah. I think that's that's how you have to set boundaries, is being like, that's not my job.
4: Hmm.
0: And just just making sure that you don't take on any responsibilities that are outside of your purview, because then you do get in trouble down the line because you're like letting shit happen that you shouldn't be let happen. Because you're not doing, you're doing not your job. Like some, I think my like gut reaction in a lot of situations is to be as nice and helpful as possible. But a lot of times, like I have to kind of squash that and be like, no, that's not your job. Let the person whose job it is deal with that. Mm -hmm. Even though it would be easier if I just did it. Just don't, don't get your hands dirty
1: yeah i think you know, the benefit of being in a highly like protocolized type of of industry mm-hmm. uh, at least for my role is like it does there's a, it's very easy just to be like look i can't do that regs sorry man it's reg mm-hmm. it's, 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 my role can't do is it. regs company policy and regs baby yep uh and, and yeah you help them out as much as possible. Like my, my, my way of helping is like, look, I can't do this for you, but I hear I do know the names of X, Y, or Z who can help you. Yeah. So like, that's, that's essentially what it is, like redirection, essentially. And my, my help is uh, follow follow uh, your line of business policy, or uh, it's, you know, hey, I know such and such. You can reach out to them for any further questions on this. And Cut them off at the pass. That way they don't ask you any more questions, because I said, hey, here's what I know. And also talk to Jim. And uh, if they go, but what about... I- 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 jim jim we did it jim the guy he's the one do it jim Mm uh i mean that's to say i i've I've rarely i've been been fortunate i haven't been in a scenario where i've had to be like no i can't take this on like very rarely have i been in that scenario so I, i i don't have a whole lot to say beyond that what about you rich
2: um i i don't really know um i take on everything i can and and it's it's a problem because then I become stressed and overwhelmed, and then start to really not like my job. Uh, but it's mostly due to the fact that, at least in this current job, people—I half the people I work with—are so not with it that, like, I would just much rather do more work on myself to make their lives easier. Otherwise, there's going to be way more mistakes. Um. So it's it's hard for me to figure out like how to draw limits and 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 everything. I I almost uh today told my supervisor cuz she sent me a message. She was like, "Can you do this thing?" Which the literal thing was going into a screen, typing in some numbers, pressing enter and walking away. Like literally there it was a 2 second process. But I was like I I I was this close to emailing her saying, "Do it yourself. I'm busy." like what, what but i and i was like i stared at my screen for 2 seconds I was like i'm just just do it just do it and ignore it um and it's just like it, it it's a problem with me that i my, the boundary that i don't really i don't draw boundaries but i do set them in a way like event it it i it came up in a meeting with my uh manager on Wednesday she was like they want you to start tracking your overtime Just to say why you're getting the overtime. And I'm like, yeah, they want us to do this so that they can tell us we need to move our schedules. And I'm sorry. If they tell me I can't work eight to five anymore and I have to work ten to seven, I'm out. That's I'm done. I just I'll be flat out with you. I'm not working ten to seven. It's just I, I, I will just openly flat out tell them this is just not what I'm in here for.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, a lot of times you have to it's set like the boundary. Yeah. You have to set the boundaries that are like this is not this isn't what we agreed upon when I was hired. Yeah. Like this is like this is yeah. my job. I mean, this I work in this sphere.
4: Yeah.
0: And anything outside of that sphere because what hap- what ends up happening is if you do like acquiesce, it it'll just be you're doing more work and not getting paid anymore.
2: Mhm. Yeah. It's and like the problem, the ongoing problem with my my work is the reason I'm getting so much overtime is because I'm not getting my work till three four o'clock in the afternoon sometimes, and it needs to be done same day. Mm. And so, like my supervisor, she's like, "Oh, well, they're gonna they're using this to know what departments they need to get to to let them know to get stuff done sooner." And I'm sitting here I'm like, no, they're using this so that they can turn around and tell me I have to change my schedule. Because my schedule is not working for them.
3: I mean, that's what it sounds like. Especially since they're like, we need you to track your overtime. No, that's that's what uh, ADP and all that shit's for. It tells you exactly how much overtime there is. And yeah. that's what time cards are for.
2: Yeah. It's not... It's not... I'm, I'm not tracking overtime. I'm tracking why I got overtime. Oh. It's... But it's still... It's... They want to know oh, you, you keep getting work at 4 o'clock. Well, maybe you should just change your schedule and then you won't be getting overtime.
3: Uh, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword. They could take it that way, or it's just they keep going the next step up until they find out who is actually the one causing all the delays. But,
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I mean, it could go either way. Coin flip. Yeah. My mm-hmm. um, back's think-
2: Hansen over here backing up the man. <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> Listen.
1: <laughs> there's always been yeah, there's always been like uh the, the surveys in the past, like when I've gotten those like, oh uh they're doing a time survey for the whole team. I'm like, why? Why what 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 do you want to know? What do you want to know? It takes me a billion hours to do everything. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want? Uh yeah. Yeah, was a little bit of that. But he, he, he's, usually they're fairly innocuous. But what do you no. know? I don't know. what, what do I know? I'm just <laughs> Some schmuck with a wine podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why I said it's a coin flip because, yeah, sometimes it's very much is we need to cut like we need to cut costs. Like, how 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 can we save money? Can we combine these jobs? Can we fire this person and then hire someone who makes less money? Like, can we do that? That's absolutely thing that happens in corporate America, hundred percent. But the other the flip side of it is how we how can you solve a problem that you are actively complaining about and actively frustrated about if you cannot supply the specific data of that being the problem. Well, this happens every day. Okay. Well, we need to show that this happens every day and why, and like specific information so we can track it up the line. Well, you should just know. Oh, I'm sorry. That am my psychic now, mm uh but yeah they don't pay to
1: be psychic they they pay to make decisions
3: (laughs) uh that's accurate that's very true yeah
4: (laughs) they pay
1: you to lead minds not to read minds ha ha that's good i like that one that was very good stole from the simpsons movie uh i was born to lead i was born to lead not to read uh
3: Uh, i forgot about that yeah uh
1: what do we got next Tim?
3: all right next up do you have a preferred bottled water brand no.
1: Store? Yeah. The, the Not store, signed in a bottle. store brand. And I don't mean like the, the generic brand from the store. There's a store brand, store water. <laughs> the big water bottles just store on the outside. Mm-hmm. You,
2: you kids yeah. and your water bottles. Back in my day, we would drink out of the hose.
1: Mm, yeah, the, the water hose.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Felt like uh, ants bottles, ants crawling whatever, my whatever hydrant I can break.
4: <laughs> oh
2: uh, my uh preferred brand is not Dasani because Dasani has um salt in it. So that's
1: hey, how you um, know it comes fresh from the ocean. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> and then yeah. I think it was uh Authenticity. Was it was it Bill Burr who said I it, it, it might have been Bill Burr, it might have been like a similar comedian. He was like I don't want to drink any, like, the deer spring waters or anything that has the deer sitting in the spring. Because you know what that deer's doing in the spring. They're pissing in that spring. They're shitting in that spring. I don't want to have
0: that water.
3: Mm. Tastes like nature.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's good roughage.
1: Oh. Yeah, it, it adds your vital fiber that you get from, you know, water. Oh. <laughs> right? Right? Yes. Yeah. That's why that big slogan, the government's role, not that new slogan, water keeps you regular. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the, that was in the State of the Union the other night. Did you guys watch?
2: No. Uh, no, I missed that part. I missed that
1: part. I was like, yeah, we're going to support the Ukrainians and also water
2: keeps you regular and it was <laughs> rousing applause. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Rich, were we streaming during that?
2: Uh, probably, yeah. It mm. was wow. on Tuesday, right?
1: Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah we were yeah. streaming. Yeah. We were shooting video games for the president of the United
3: States. No, that's okay.
2: I watched Colbert the next morning. That's all I
0: needed.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And any (laughs) Uh, other thoughts uh, on bottled bottled water? water?
0: No, I don't have a. I don't have one. It's just bottled Mm. water is bottled water. Mm. It's just whatever's cheapest, which is usually Deer Park.
1: Almost every time. Yeah, I'm not rolling up to like the Coke vending machine and being like, "I need some water." Deer Park. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> I'll just go drink my own urine like a normal person. No Voss. Yeah, what a fuck. Yeah, Jesus.
2: If if I'm getting bottled water, it's I can't even remember what it's like the big bottles at at a uh, Wawa. But generally, I just try to use like a reusable water bottle and bring mm. that with me anywhere I go.
3: Tim, what's next? Next is not water. Do you have favorite cleaning supplies? The cheap ones. Because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> they work just as well.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't want to pay a fuck ton of money for something that will inevitably is intended to get dirty and be thrown away.
1: Mm-hmm. So we try and get like the environmentally friendly slash plant powered ones because guilt. But uh, but outside of that, no, I don't have a particular like, oh, only, you know, Pine Sol gets the stains out that I need to get stains out. No, it's you know, it's it's about it. You go as eco friendly as possible. And then beyond that,
2: eh, whatever.
1: smells yeah. all smells like lemon or perfume or some shit. It's fine. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's, it's no, uh, like I'll, I'll go, like you guys said, store brand. It's preferred because it's, it's cheaper and it's, it's, you're just gonna, you're essentially wasting it when you use it in a way because you're cleaning things with it. It's not a waste, but it's, you're just dumping it down the drain eventually. Um, and, uh, the only thing I am particular with is laundry soap. I always get Tide Athletic brand. Hmm. That, that I I always look for that I don't know why, but it's just it's it's what I get it's what I like. And that's
4: it. Hmm.
1: Yeah, my wife is the uh, free of dyes and perfumes for for laundry detergent, so we started going with that, and then I've just slowly started that that. into every single purchase that we make. So like laundry, it's like dish detergent, free of dyes and perfumes. Like cool, I guess. <laughs> fine. My dishes probably, it probably feels great to my dishes, but like yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's right there. Just scoop it up. It's it's so good. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no dyes yep. and perfumes. The dye and perfume-free household right here at Shake has no, <laughs>
0: no, no perfumes. Not like No dyes.
1: Yeah, I, I, I swear. If you walked in and be like, "Yo, you guys have some dyes and perfumes here," I'd have to say, "No, sir, I don't." <laughs> I mean, and just I look, look how white I am.
3: No melanin per- either.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, uh, no dye here. Absolutely not. No pigment. No anything.
2: <laughs> Pretty soon, Matt's just gonna be walking around in just plain white tees. It's like there's no dyes in any of those, either- in, in anything. Yeah. He's just gonna and take the whole band and stitch
3: him into a shirt.
4: Yeah.
3: All right. So any not other notes? Either, <laughs> <laughs> any well, other Tim, notes? It's
1: eight, it's eight, it's barely nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Is this... Jesus Christ.
2: He wants to go to <laughs> bed. Got like he's a got like a two
3: two
1: a.m. dinner date or something? You're trying to make for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, it just seemed like that was the end of the question How much wanted- more can we ramp And vamp about cleaning supplies
2: I wanted, he- I wanted to hear Matt's version of Haler hey Delilah Like, I wanted to see where he went with that
3: yes, hey, Delilah. It's fine It's
1: like New York One, two, three, four And then two to these songs Tim, what's next? Jesus Christ Can you move us along, please?
2: <laughs> no T- Tim, you're answering no, the I questions you gotta- this, is- this is what happens when we bring him back
3: yeah, listen. That's why we're voting you out. Listen, I'm sensitive about being voted out. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next question is: Have you learned any new hacks recently? Life hacks. hacks. Life. Life hacks.
2: No. No.
3: Yeah, learn how to get
1: into Fort Knox. Oh yeah. Hacked in. Yeah, just hacked into Fort Knox. What have uh, been doing lately? You
2: hacked. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what you guys meant, yeah. I, 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 be, I became an expert coder, uh, expert uh, <laughs> over the last two years, and so uh, I just went ahead and started hacking. Uh, what life hacks have you guys uh, picked up on lately?
0: So I found out that uh, Mr. Clean Magic Erasers are just melamine sponges, which you can buy on Amazon, 100 for $6.50. Jeez. <laughs> Please hold. I need to go to Amazon. Wait, what kind of sponges? They're melamine sponges. They're just they're sponges that have like very very fine, uh, like they're 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 porous in a very fine way, and so Mm. they basically just scrub, they scratch off whatever you need to scratch off without really like making scratch marks because they're so fine.
1: Oh, that's huge because we we're heavy magic eraser household here. Yeah, uh, that is this is a huge development for us. Although. Uh, where do you store 100 of those sponges
0: <laughs> That's a great question I don't know yet <laughs> I haven't gotten them I just I learned that very recently that like okay. a couple days ago I remember watching a video about it and I was like oh yeah. that's interesting I'll keep that in my brain if I need any more magic erasers I won't buy magic erasers because they're very expensive
3: yeah or relatively yeah, they're like, expensive they're like four or five dollars for one and here I'm looking and it's like 20 uh, it's a quarter for one. <laughs> what the
0: fuck? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they're the same thing. I'm not. I'm not don't take my word as uh, law, but I'm fairly certain it's the same thing. No, Too late.
3: It's already it's, taken as law. law.
0: Okay, that's
2: fine. Mm. Whatever.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's,
0: you're you're can, on the internet.
2: It's the law. Like it's true it's, now. Tim, yeah, can be Tim uh,
1: signed into law it's as his last act before on his way out of office. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rich, what other recent hacks have you learned?
2: Um I I can't think of any I don't think I've recently learned any I right? like, I don't know I haven't learned any I don't really subscribe to the life hacks um uh uh culture I don't I don't I I'm not on TikTok to be able to see that I mean there's there's a lot of videos and stuff about them and I've sat there and I've watched like 5 minute videos here's the top 15 life hacks or whatever and i'm just like these are all stupid they are all well, well, stupid. give me
1: an example what have, what have you seen
2: I, I maybe, have, that like, could be, maybe that could be your hack like i i haven't it's been like close to a year and a half i can't even think of any right now it's it's like <laughs> all right. i just had up. my fill of them and i was just like i don't care they're all
1: dumb. Uh, Rich is complaining about this mystery video from a year and a half ago an <laughs> endemic of, of a particular brand of culture that is just relentless but he hasn't seen it in 18 months.
2: It's because YouTube knows my algorithm and doesn't send them to me anymore because I thumbs down mm. them all. Well, I can't Plan. thumbs down them anymore, I don't think.
3: Oh, you can do it. It's just no one will know yeah, that you did it.
2: Yeah, it just doesn't mm. give you the numbers.
3: Hey, breaking mm. news, by the way. Uh, I found a set for 10 sets of a Magic Eraser. Hell
4: yeah! (laughs) (laughs) From
3: a quarter to ten cents, guys. We're we're making progress.
1: You do the next episode. Tim's gonna have to swim his way through all the erasers he's bought. No, this is this is his new
2: this is a new new business venture. (laughs) He's he's not investing in the stocks or anything. He is buying these and then selling them as Mr. Tim's magic erasers for just under the price of Mr. Clean. But there's only three instead of four.
3: Mr. Tim, the slightly less bald guy.
2: Exactly. Uh, I was. I was.
1: Yeah. I really, really was holding off on saying anything about Tim and Mr. Clean in the same sentence. That's what I gave up for Lent. Was trying to to make that comparison.
3: Oh, I don't like that. Don't do that. Don't give that up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't rob the world of that potential. Yeah, that great, that that high, high
1: highbrow humor that we're known for on this show. That Uh, it's very clean uh, humor. Ah, squeaky clean. Uh, me, recent hacks. Uh so in audition, in in, in Adobe Audition, you can clip, cl- you can clip off tracks by using Control K. That's huge. It's not really a hack, because there's a shortcut on a keyboard. But God, <laughs> does it save a lot of time when you're doing shit. There you go. So all you audio engineers out there, c- Control K. It might even be the same thing for uh for Audacity. So uh, Tess, if you're listening, just uh. <laughs> Control K, it's uh, control K that ish, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna fly through cutting out the uh, all the ums and the ahs and the weird noises that we make with our mouths when you're just hmm. snipping snipping through it on the audio. Just control K that shit, and uh, you'll be done in in no time.
2: I'll have to, I'll have to learn that. I'll yeah. have to remember that when I start doing videos. Casnel pro
1: tip, Casnel pro tip. Nice. Uh, boy, life hacks. Other than that, I don't know. Uh. It, it's oh. funny.
3: Oh, go for it.
1: No, no. I was say, uh, no, it's not even that good. I, 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 I left pizza dough out for a couple hours today, and it got real huge, like real huge, <laughs> like, uh, like ballooned up. When they say leave pizza dough out to thaw at room temperature, they don't mean like when you're cooking other stuff, because then your room gets hotter than room temperature, and the dough just gets enormous. <laughs> so, like, don't do that. That's my life hack. Is is It'd be, it'd be, it'd put a good head on your shoulders when you're defrosting pizza dough it's not like a real big it's real puffy and everything it's it's fine it tastes like pizza but like got real puffy
3: huge pizza got a huge pizza any other life hacks uh it's funny that you mentioned the control k one because the only thing that popped into mind is with one of the uh recent windows updates instead of having to I got to go to the start menu and pick snip so I can like take this screenshot. Uh now it's just uh what is it? Con- control shift s or windows, windows shift, shift s. s. Yeah. And it's just like I use it multiple times a day every day. Yeah. yeah. It's just so like I was uh, the one who What are you it? talking we- about in the system? <laughs> this screenshot, bam, send in the email.
1: Yeah, is I was the only one who used it on my team for a while, and then we we took on a new organization, and everybody in that organization uses Snips like their life depends on it. And the rest of my team is just under a deluge of Snips all day, every day. Just like every every correspondence, like like they just love snipping stuff. I'm like, yeah, what weirdos? Uh, hmm.
3: So strange.
1: Yeah, boy, I would hate if I were one of them.
3: Yeah, uh, but like our uh, so- our IT ticket system is terrible, and like. To upload any supporting information is just fucking impossible. And just in so case anybody
1: doesn't know, Snip is just literally just taking a drag and drop screenshot of a box on like a Windows computer.
3: Correct. Yeah,
1: that's all it is. Is, is, is not a super complex concept, but uh, but it's very helpful.
3: It's like computer wizardry.
4: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like playing God.
4: Oh. Would you say it's like playing
1: God?
3: No. <laughs> Being able to take snips. No, that that's like I, civilization. That's more like playing God. Uh,
2: I, was, I was... Sid Meier Margaret. on us, okay. I was uh, explaining something very passionately with someone today with work. Uh, uh, trying to show them how they did something wrong. Um, and I was just snipping every screen... And sending it to them like this is what it looks like. This is what you need to do. This is what it looks like next. And oh, like here, 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 here. This is how you do it. I don't understand. How does this? not How does this work, bro? Well,
1: hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna step in their shoes for a second. How many pictures did this email
2: have? Uh, well, no, it was it was through our team's chat, and it was three pictures. And I was like, this okay, is how the screen initially it. starts. This is what you have to put in. This is right. where it goes to next. And that's the end of it after you hit this button. Okay. And I'm like, so I don't you're get just it.
1: Driving, it sounded like you were just sending him an email with like 19 screenshots. And at that point, I would also just respond and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just TLDR. Just... <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Three is a reasonable number. Yeah. yeah. Three you can yeah, follow along.
3: I, d- uh, I do enjoy sending screenshots of something after someone's like, I fixed it, and then I just take take the snip, send it back, and it, it just mm. says, psych.
2: <laughs> psych. Yeah,
3: except gotcha. she's too young to understand that reference. Psych. Yeah, she's like there is there is there, a, is there
1: a generation that doesn't understand what that means?
3: I, I feel like anyone that is more than three or four years younger than us are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I, again, this
1: is maybe just old me being old and out of touch mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the common vernacular.
3: The way the young Could folks be. talk. Yeah, yeah. The them youngins. We're yeah, we're them fogies
2: now. Only fogies say psych.
4: Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're
3: fogies now because the Super Bowl caters to us. That's exactly. true. we talked about I, this. I, I listened to that episode. I did um, it, guys. when I went to. Yeah, the
1: Tim Tim, listening to make sure we weren't talking about
3: him. <laughs> Honestly, I was only disappointed that you didn't stick with the, like, Tim has been taken off the show bit and just immediately was <laughs> like, nah, never mind. He's just not here this time. I don't, know. I don't have the balls for it. I didn't have him. What's
4: didn't next? Didn't
2: have
3: Tim? the huevos? The,
2: the, the big outcry huevos. from our fan uh, um, to be like, Tim's not there. I'm not listening anymore. Oh, the fan. <laughs> Dear sir or madam. <laughs>
3: Suddenly, uh, we have a huge following if, because I've if, left. Uh, if, uh,
2: if Tim weren't on the show, would we have to cut ties with the uh, anchor persons because their fans are named after Tim? I Did already they
1: cut loose with my anchor persons. Tim weighs me down. Cut
2: loose with the anchor persons. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, it took a second.
3: I haven't listened in forever, but I think the last time I listened, they... they didn't refer to their fantasy Tim's because I've been MIA. To well, be fair, didn't say I say that, but I, I, I'm just assuming.
1: I listened to the most recent episode earlier today, and uh, to be fair, uh, they got a lot—they got a lot on their minds right now. Uh, I didn't—I didn't, I didn't so catch this as, as a, as a fake news podcast in March 2022. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They try to focus. Yeah, I'm on not the important even gonna make stuff. that joke. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, why is, is Kid Rock's restaurant Doing some crazy shit again
1: <laughs> You know they, That got pushed to the back <laughs> That wasn't at the top of the show for some reason <laughs> Kid Rock's restaurant <laughs>
3: uh, Okay I'll stop
1: Right. What is the next question
3: uh, The next question The final question Is not a question It's Roadshow time I like that voice You gotta do that voice more often uh, Okay <laughs> all right, that's, all on. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That was a good voice. Thank you. So, uh Sean, you're you're the wordsmith of this crew. What uh, what are we looking at in this addendum one here?
0: It looks like, um, this is a great question. What it looks like? It looks <laughs> like
1: it looks like a salt shaker or a with a an chest
0: antenna pond. with an antenna. With an antenna
1: that looks like Jafar's scepter, yeah, <laughs> sticking out of the top, sticking out of the top. So there's this bronze item, bronze-looking item that looks like either a salt shaker or a pawn, and it's got this antenna-looking jaw mm-hmm. that has like the as snake's head near or something that looks like a snake's head on the top.
0: There are some gems on it. I don't know if they're it, like it, precious gems or just pretty stones. stones. Yeah.
3: The way, the way it's shaped and with the holes around the top, I like when I first looked at it and didn't pay enough attention, I was like, oh, it looks like some sort of incenser or cadilla, mm-hmm. but it's not hanging from a chain. It's just got that weird little thing sticking out of it. I and mean, it looks too heavy. It looks like it's more ceramic, more likely. But, it, I mean, it could still be some sort of incense thing or some sort of weird fucking vase
0: yeah, or I think it looks like a perfume thing. Like you, like the, you put the little top in, get, like dab some perfume on yourself. Well, my uh, dumbass thought it was a bell at first. like, Oh, a it's a bell.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, I could see it.
2: I mean, it's it. You, we have a little bit of scaling to the, with the person's hand right next to it. It's not that big. Uh, so yeah, it could possibly be a bell but the 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 handle and stem is a little too thin to be where you would hold it
3: yeah that thing sticking out of the top is throwing me for a fucking loop yeah yeah, because i was gonna go with incense too but it it seems
1: like it wouldn't be able to support the force of swinging it back and forth or doing what you
3: normally do with incense the only thing Mm -hmm. i could think of is if it's just some sort of home home incensing thing for just like hey i'm gonna put some incense on this table or whatever. Like, I know if, uh, if we're doing church from home on YouTube or whatever, Martha will light a candle and we do have incense that we've done before, just not frequently. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with some sort of like incense burner or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with incense and I'm going to say it's from one of those pagan religions because it's not Roman Catholic. <laughs> um, fair. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's five grand it's five grand incense I'm gonna uh, go Greek Orthodox seven hundred dollars
0: 700 I don't oh, think, don't think it's, much of the I Greek, don't,
3: you don't think much of the Greek Orthodox do you <laughs> <laughs> no I just I don't think that this in particular is gonna be something crazy ridiculous but I'm always wrong every time I shoot low so I mean it's fine I'm allowed to be wrong so Tim and I have incense burners or incense diffusers uh, five grand 700.
2: I'm John. gonna, I'm gonna uh, go with, um, like a an an oil, uh, a scented oil diffuser, like an old scented oil diffuser, and I'll, I'm gonna go about a thousand dollars.
0: Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it's some type of perfume thing, and let me see. Uh, I'm gonna split the difference between Richie and Matt and go. $2,500. I think right. that's the middle. That's close uh, the, uh, three,
1: three grand's the middle, but I'm not going to... Yeah, don't, gonna. don't hold that against me. <laughs> Whereas, uh, you, you were promised that there would be no math. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's do the players. I will be the somebody on this who wants to be the other, the other body. I'll be the guest. All right, I
3: will be the appraiser. And action. It belonged to my great aunt, Tilly. My understanding is it's for hat pins.
1: Well, you're right. And it was made by... Ma'am, please, you can't smoke in here. Uh, (laughs) It it was made by a German company called Schaefer & Vader, or Schaefer & Vater, as some people say. It was probably made, I would think, around 1905 to 1910 or 15. In a good antique shop, it would be at least 200 uh, maybe as much as 300 in the realm of hat pin holders. This is an A plus. Thank you
3: so much, sweetheart. And see. See.
1: All right. We so were right. Doing, doing that bit through an iron lung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tim. Tim nailed the big, not nailed the price, but he was the closest on the price. Yeah. Uh, hat pin holder was not on any of our
2: radar. No,
3: nah. Mm. Closest I had was some sort of vase. Mm. And that's not that's definitely not it either. No, it's not. But uh but congratulations
1: on getting closest to the money. Uh you would have uh taken the smallest bath of the four of us on buying this item. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh so that was everything, right, Tim? That was it. That's the end of uh the questions and such. Anyone with a closing thought or a take? For this episode,
2: I I thought I had one, but I can't remember what it was. I came up with one earlier this week, and I can't remember what it was now.
1: It's just you want to been... you want to make one up on the spot, or do you want to help you guess? I, what I it mean, was?
2: I mean, I've got I've got a couple of other uh, random takes it... that I've just written down recently right. that I can uh, I I can I can throw this one off. It's pretty. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think I've done this one, so I'll, we'll do it. Um, yeah, just real real easy, real nice, real kind. Stop being an asshole and stop parking your SUV in a compact spot. Because I drive no. a compact car and I can never find a good fucking spot because I'm always squished in between two goddamn giant-ass SUVs or parked three miles away. So stop being a jerk and parking your SUV in a compact spot. Just, No. Just it's it's like it's it, it drives me nuts when I go to the uh like the speed line and i have to park on the opposite end because there's these giant cars taking up four spots in, um uh where because they're in the compact but it's just don't do that just do not
0: mm-hmm. don't
2: do that
4: yeah
1: now, are they occupying the compact spots because there's no other SUV spots, or are there other standard size parking the, spots just sitting around? And they decide not to.
2: There's other standard spots all over the place. It's just further away, so they have to walk further. Or, or like it'll be in like a, a garage. Like if you ever go to the Franklin Institute, a lot of one of the uh, floors is compact only, um, and it's they're always you parking these huge ass SUVs in these compact only spots.
3: Listen, if uh-huh. I've earned if I've learned anything from cats on the internet, it's if I fits, I sits, and nine <laughs> times out of ten, they don't actually fit, but they're gonna fucking sits.
0: They're gonna we, sits.
2: G- they're gonna sits, yeah. And then you just make it harder for everyone else who actually would fits to sits.
3: Yeah. And much like cats, they uh they don't give a fuck. SUV yeah. owners. The cats of the road
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh, i don't i don't
3: i know i set that up but i don't think i like that conclusion that are, you, no, that was,
2: are you an suv owner y-
3: yeah i drive a santa fe yeah
4: yeah you Stop walk right parking. Into that
3: one man
2: stop mm. parking in those uh in those compact spots
3: did Do you miss the the, like to me. F- did you miss the like three times where i said no during your thing <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I heard it. It's just uh, it's you always disagree with me, so I just yeah, it's hard to disagree it, with Tim Hansen. Yeah, A hard disagree. It's just grain. hard to disagree.
1: Yeah, Yep. <laughs> it could just be the uh, contradiction, It's just the, the uh, automatic gainsaying of the other, any statement the other person makes. That just, that could just be you. Just t- taking taking up the, the other the other side of the argument at all times. It's me. Yeah, dumbass almost- advocate with Tim Hansen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the the dumbass disagree. Yeah, the dumbass disagree.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's you with a muscle shirt on just being like, no.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, That's about it. Rich, if people want to see any more of your compact vehicle parking spot takes on Twitter, where can they find it?
2: <laughs> that was a stretch, but it's at B underscore walnuts.
3: How about you, Tim? At uh, Tim R. Hansen.
0: How about you, Sean? At hey, it's SOB.
2: And you can follow me on Twitter
1: at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It's that time of the show where we plug other shows and media programs and things and whatever that you should also be consuming. Always be consuming. Rich, What's going on with your stuff?
2: Twitch.tv slash be underscore walnuts for uh, video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and sometimes Fridays. Um, uh, 7 to 10 Eastern Time, sometimes a little bit earlier, depending on the game I'm playing. Also, check out um, www.one-quest.com and uh, facebook.com slash online uh, For the rest of our socials, for both of our shows, podcasts, the weekly... Nerdy Talk Show as well as bonus action, tabletop podcast, where uh I uh cause Sean and uh the rest of our friends to uh fall into a mushroom trap and it's really fun.
4: Mm. hmm.
1: Sean, can you confirm or deny that this is in fact really fun? It is really fun. Trap? It is really <laughs> fun. All right. All right. I will agree. Uh, well, when you when you've gotten out of the mushroom trap, yeah, you sometimes go and throw frisbees, correct?
0: Yeah, I do. At ob disc golf everywhere except Instagram, where it's ob underscore disc golf.
1: I co-host the music podcast Taste Fakers. We are currently between seasons on the Taste Fakers podcast, but that doesn't mean doesn't mean we're not working on it. My brother, and I just recorded a podcast last week where we discussed the comparison, the connection between you know two bands and two artists that people talk about all the time benny goodman and black sabbath come on man benny goodman and black sabbath freaking jazz clarinet and black sabbath how are we gonna do that you're gonna have to wait till season two of taste fakers to find out how we find the connection between those two bands but in the meantime go back and listen to season one we got eight episodes of of podcast where we compare and contrast two albums we find two albums in music history find a way to connect them whether you're looking for the connection between Def Leppard and Andrew WK system of a down and run the jewels uh Cindy Lauper and bad cop bad cop we've got it for you man uh the Taste Fakers music podcast on Apple Podcasts Spotify and SoundCloud and Tim talk to us again about our friends at the Anchor Persons podcast those this guys Greg and Gene no relation
3: right No relation and definitely not the same person. Greg and Gene are bringing you the the entertaining news you didn't know you needed. Will you be informed? No. Will you laugh? They say no. I highly disagree because honestly, their humor is right up my alley. And if you enjoy our sense of uh, mirthy jokiness here, then you're going to love the puns that these guys got. Um, Yeah, honestly, that's all I got. Great show, man. Great friends of
1: the show. Great podcast buddies and a great program. I guess, as Tim said, if you like their if you like our show, you're gonna like their show. Come on, it's pretty obvious. The Anchor Persons Podcast. All right, everyone, say goodbye to the listeners.
0: Bye bye. bye.
1: For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweden Sean O'Brien, and the entire action moves team. Mm-hmm. My name is Matt Kesnell reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.
2: Okay. Got it.